Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome, 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 welcome yeah. to another episode of the Super Mega uh, Cast. I almost forgot the name. Yeah, I almost did, man. Sorry. Um, 350 plus episodes. You can't yeah. be forgetting the name I, at this point. I know. I mean, it's... It's our podcast. We started this together. You think it, it's it's if there's anything I should just have just right up there? Just the names of you know my shows, business. I mean, it's pretty easy. It's just super mega cat. It's just super mega podcast. Just it's just combined. I blank on it too sometimes. But I mean, you'll be happy to know I'm yeah. a bit of a trendsetter today. Yeah. Now, usually I don't care about fashion, but today I'm taking a stance. Mismatch socks. Holy one gray, shit. one black. High as well, not low socks. You've got so, those up the calf, man. You've got you've got a black sock and you've got a gray sock. I do, dude. You got to be careful, man. That's what's cool. Dad bods were cool at one point. You know, this is this specifically gray and black socks, dude. The fashion police might kick down the door any second. I bet you there are like at least anywhere from like ten thousand to two million people that are listening to this right now. That have mismatched gray and black socks on, because it's just a part. Of, they people aren't even aware it's the trend. It's because you, you know you're not really aware of a trend right at the start of it. Yeah, that's when it's the coolest. That's that's what's happening right now, and I uh, I can't help but notice, Matthew, that your socks. <gasps> no, what about them? Are matching. Someone's a little behind the fashion times. It looks like. Okay, you know what? Sure. Matt Watson, known for his fashion, out of the two. Dude, now lagging behind? No, man. Okay, yeah. Look, I'm 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 wearing matching socks today. All right, I've got two black ones on. But but here's the thing. I didn't know the trend was starting. You know, I I I. But I'm still in on the ground floor. I, it's not too late. I can I can mismatch socks. In fact, maybe who knows? Maybe uh, when we take our first break on this episode, maybe I'll go get a, a different sock on one of one of these feet. Okay. You don't know. Maybe I will. I won't even point it out. Maybe you'll have to notice it. I'm just saying it's it's. It's trendy right now. It is. You know, I bet. Justin I, was wearing mismatched socks. He's got one Sonic and one Knuckles, or one Sonic and one now, okay, but Tails sock. What, which one is it? That's a little bit of a gray area with Justin. Because, yeah, they're mismatched colors, but they're still the same style. True. He's wearing two different Sonic the Hedgehog character socks. Well, I think these are two different MeUndies brand socks. Mm. But they're still different colors. That Mismatching is based on colors as well. Yeah, but if you really want to like upset the the norms, I you guess need you two could go completely for different socks. Maybe like one fuzzy one, 
fuzzy long one, one short, just regular like Hanes. Oh shit, yeah. That that would that would really uh, upset the establishment. How, I'm interested. Your fashion journey, because I remember you moved out here. You you dressed like every South Carolina. Well, not every South Carolina. You dressed like a boy. You know, we you you just dressed like a 19 year old boy. Yeah, my Breaking Bad pixel art T-shirt. I still dress like a 19 year old boy. You dress like a 19 year old man. Exactly. Yes, I like that. Yeah. What got you into like exploring more with like fashion shit? Was it just simply like being out here in LA? People seemed like to care definitely a lot more about their appearance, but you're also from Charleston, which is like I would say like the more uppity part of South Carolina in terms of like when when it comes to fashion or or pricing when it's trendy. Yeah, it's trendy and it's pricey. I don't know. Uh I mean I I don't really think I'm that fashionable to begin with. I'm kind of just dressing Dressing like a regular old dude, but well, you started to care about what you wear. Huh? Yeah, you care about what you wear. I don't know. I just it's thought a new it was foundation. Uh, I'm starting. Don't you know? Okay, it's cool. Cool foundation. I like it. Thank you. I, I mean, haven't figured out what it's about, but I just, I just like the name. It's well, a, clearly it's you're a nice you're ring. becoming a fashion trendsetter. You got to start a foundation for it. Yeah. See, uh, no, I Mogul just, I, I just think clothes are cool. You know, so I was like, uh, in a straight way, uh, and you know, I was like, you know, I think L.A. has a lot of really cool thrift shops with a lot of different things so you know it's like but it's fashion in general because it's not just clothes like you you pierced an ear you've dyed your hair and stuff do you feel like that was just like a part of like being that age and like in your early 20s no i mean i I dyed my hair less than a year ago so um no i'm saying like that like you still like these are things that now you think of that you wouldn't have thought of like back when you lived in south carolina oh yeah first moved out here i guess I don't know. I think part of it is just becoming more comfortable with yourself. It's it's fun to kind of ex- like play around with appearance stuff because also like I feel like piercing an ear and bleaching my hair at forty is a bit of a different vibe from trying it out in my twenties. There are people who still do it. Who no, like, there's nothing wrong with doing they, it. No. I'm just saying like you know I you know in my twenties. That's that's a good chance to kind of play around with your appearance and see what you like, you know. I mean, and I liked I liked having bleached hair. It's still technically bleached. I just dyed it back to brown. But for uh, a s- smaller scale, it was like, I'm young, so I'm gonna, you know, if I shave my head, it grows back in a year, and I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be what, like 26 by then, you know. Now, yeah, you know, time has passed. No, I think I think it's fun. Uh, you know, it's a clo- clothing is a way to express yourself. Yeah. So it's it's fun. You know, I I feel like I've had several different phases of the types of clothes I've worn. I guess my problem is like I'm and tell me if like it's the same for you. Like I like what what is the mindset cuz like I guess the reason that gets me into not wear like going outside of my comfort zone with clothes usually is just cuz like this is comfortable. Yeah. And usually typically I'm like other clothes that let's say let's say the queer eye boys, the queer eye queers come in. <laughs> You know, it's, 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 it's pride month and they want to liven up my life as a straight man. They want to be like, you disgusting straight piece of shit. We're going to use our fantastic powers on you. Uh, and we're going to change your life. I feel like the clothes that tan, I think his name is, would choose for me. Still, I'd just be like, oh yeah. Mm." I'd look at my gut, and it's probably some polo with stripes that he has me tuck in a little bit as well. The French tuck? <laughs> yeah, the French tuck. He loves the French tuck. Gotta love the French tuck. 
But I, it's just like if I'm not confident in the way I look, it's hard for me to be confident in picking out clothes that I know like even though I like that shirt, it's like I'm not going to look good in that shirt. No, it's not true though. You will you will look good in like something. You're just looking at yourself through your, through a critical lens. Cuz everyone looks at themselves through a much more critical lens than the rest of the world does. But you have a you have a nice body for for displaying shirts and stuff. I feel like mine has peaks and valleys, you know. Everyone's body Caves has peaks and, and valleys. Crevices. Everyone has a crevasse here or there, dude. I've got a little crevasse. You got a you got a nice little crevasse from my experience. You got a tight little crevasse, don't I? I but appreciate that. What I'm saying is, you know, I think that you look at yourself too critically mm. when we all do. If there's a shirt that you like, except for Derek, who's Der- listening. Yeah, okay, Derek, you know, has a bit of a narcissism issue. Yeah. So he can't see himself through any kind of critical lens, which is a very big character flaw. But Derek, you know, we don't even need to address that anymore. He's in his early 20s. Yeah. Or like, you know, so like, that's just like, he's he just young started therapy and he thinks too. like he's the smartest one in the room as you do in your early 20s. Um, that's just what it is. He read Art of the Deal and now he's just fucking, you know, thinking yeah. he, he runs every room that he walks into. But not to, not to divulge. Sorry. And I don't want to apologize, but Derek, just get on that. Uh, it's it's going to be at least a late 20s realization for him. And by then, most of the people he loves will have left him. Yeah. But uh, you you look great when you rock anything, man. Like Thanks. you. Also, here's the big thing about clothes, dude. Doesn't even matter how good it looks. It's all about the confidence when you rock it. See, if you put something on and you're like, I like this and I'm going to rock this. You got it, man. I've put in con- a little, I have a little more confidence because of working out and stuff. You while I great. still have a little bit of tittage like I feel like my chest and like upper body area is definitely like a lot less flabby and like I'm a lot it is whatever thanks man but dude just just but different body types you're probably always this unless it's my it's I just love I love snacking I I love snacking dude I love donuts I love candy I love baked goods I love eating fried shit I love bread I love cheese Mm. mmm I love all of that. Why does I why does all, all the good that. shit have to be bad for you, huh? I don't know. Like why why is it everything that your body craves? Just grill is some bad? lettuce. Fuck grill I grill some cabbage. Hell no. I ain't gonna grill no damn cabbage. <laughs> no, but I here's what I can promise you. Mm. I have never once seen you put on a shirt and I have Yeah, you have plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've I've never once when you've put on a shirt or anything, I have I swear to Christ. On my mother's name. Grave? Name? Well, she's alive. Right. On my mother's name. My sweet my sweet mother's life. holy name. Like, sure, on my mother's life. <laughs> I have never once looked at you in a shirt and gone, oh, I can see his moves. Or, oh, I can see his belly. I've never noticed or thought. And I guarantee you 99... I've never noticed. It. <laughs> 99% of people don't either. Yo, of course. I'm self-conscious like, about how scrawny well, my arms are when I wear like certain t-shirts. When I walk around... I am never like focusing on like the weight or the stomach exactly or, the, or like the jawline of like other people. Uh, so like again, you know, it comes back comes back to like self confidence. Yeah, but it's I I think a, a lot of it has to do with probably like getting to my peak physical. Uh, not my, of course like my peak, but like the best that I've ever been in with the boxing stuff, which is over a year ago at this point. Sure. And then with the back injury, I couldn't, like, work out, and so I just snacked, and I just got a stomach again. And, like, a part of me is just, like, just, like, fuck, 
damn it. I feel a little the same way. Remember how I, I was where I was like, if I ever weigh over, like, if I ever weigh what I weighed again, like. You asked me to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, kill me. I'm like, I'm going to, like. But you're not there yet. Leg. You're you're far from that still. No. Also, know. it's all relative, dude, because, like, if you, sure, okay, you could compare yourself to how you looked at Creator Clash. I do the same thing. And I look in, I looked in the mirror last night before I went to bed. I didn't have my shirt on, and I went, God damn it. Because I lost 15 pounds of muscle yeah. from that. But we were like training constantly. And I've actually gained some of the weight back, and this time it's fat because I see it on my stomach. Which is you, you like, right? You like having a little bit of fat. Not on where you? it's distributed. It's not in my arms or whatever. It's in my fucking stomach. So it's like. Remember back when you like grabbed a little like sliver of your skin and you were like, look at this. No, dude. I mean, look I can. This. I got a little. Uh, I mean, it's all relative, but. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to hit that late 20s. Metabolism slowing. My tummy's getting pudgy now, and so are my nipples. Not my do, nipples, but you have to do extra work. I know, but what I'm saying is it's relative because if you compare yourself to how you looked when we shot my two lovely uncles right now, true. Yeah, that was crazy I, difference. I think that's the biggest I I ever was. I think. I think so too. Of course, like, and even dude, but you weren't even that big then. That's the thing. Like, it's not like I was, you weren't I was fat. A, I was a round boy. I was. You were hefty, but you, like I, was I a hefty man. I would not look at you and go, "You're fat" from that video. Well, because you're American. True. You, if I was European, if, if, if I'd you go, "Oh, place me in my two uh, uh, luck, lucky uncles." My two lucky uncles. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they were lucky. They went a trip to Syria. I know. And they, they well, then unlucky because of the, oh, the drone strike. But they went but, to heaven with a loss. So. Yeah. My what my uh, two lovely. What was I? What was I on about? If if you were placed, I'm guessing what you were gonna say is if you were placed in a European. If I was country. placed in, place me in Japan. Maybe they love me. Look at this goofy white boy. They'd say, "Oh, big boy," and they'd all start pinching yourself. <laughs> like I'm on some funky, like like I like I just landed on an alien planet. Everyone's taking Ooh. pictures with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but I mean, like, Japan is not a good example. Well, they judge. Well, I think so. They they judge people pretty harshly there. Yeah, they do judge people very harshly for appearances, especially their weight. But is that also like genetics? You don't see a lot of fat Japanese people at all. Don't you think that like? Do you think it's a, more culture and diet? It than, could be like culture and diet. Well, think and about like, their diet. There's a thing dude. with genetics too, but it, like I think it does like a large part of it does have to come down to like a cultural aspect, of course, because it's. Well, what's that classic like saying where? You don't want to stick out in Japan or something like that. Oh, uh, a bent, uh, something about a nail gets the hammer. Yeah. You know? So, like. A nail that sticks out gets hammered down. Mm -hmm. Something like that. So, I mean, I, but then again, like, we're, Japan isn't, I don't want to get the idea across, like, it's like a North Korean, just kind of like everyone's, like, great. Like, if you're a big boy, they are. I still, like, I remember hearing that and people telling me that and, like, to, thank you, uh, but to, to an extent, people... In J like when I when I visited, there were college students out drinking and yelling and you know having fun. There were people dressed up in odd clothing. It seems just like just another place. Yeah, it. I get that saying, but I do feel like you know you drop you drop a typical you know American in there who might have a bit of a stomach, and they're gonna go ooh, they're gonna go. Pff, pff. All of them. I'm going to slap it like it's Buddha's belly. <laughs> they go, damn, that's a big belly. Mm -hmm. This boy's eating. But they'll say it in Japanese, snickering behind your back, so you can't tell what they're saying. <laughs> but, you know, I think I think Japan is essentially North Korea for big boys. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
How do you think you would look in North Korea? <laughs> probably, I'd probably look like a fucking troll. We should go to North I'd, Korea. I'd, I'd be, they'd think I'm a mountain troll. <laughs> I, like, I, like got out of my cave. I, I really, you know, Super Mega does North Korea. I'm waiting for your approval. I've been asking for years. <laughs> I can already see the stories now. Like I, The headlines? Like, it's like, YouTubers I, arrested, detained in North Korea. I'm the illegitimate, like, child of South Korea's president who <laughs> escaped and, like, they abandoned. And so I took foothills in, like, the, or I took a uh, footing in the hills of uh, North Korea. And I'm, like, some urban legend. But, it, but I just look like, but I'm just this, maybe without a shirt on. And I'd be battered and dirty in these clothes, whatever I'm wearing. And you still have the mismatched socks. Of course. I'd still be a little fashionista. I do think that uh, it would be great publicity for our YouTube channel if we got detained in North Korea. We could probably come back. Look at the last American that got caught by North Korea. They sent him back in a coma. True. And he died hours later. But still. I mean, the thing is, there'd be lots of... If we got kidnapped, there'd probably be peti like petitions online, like sign this petition to. Uh, it's like help bring home YouTubers Matt and Ryan from North Korea. We and if it gets enough signatures, Kim Jong Un has to do it. But the last big public, you know, hoorah! I guess it wasn't really a hoorah. Uh, North Korea had with in terms of experience of like a hostage or uh, someone committing a crime. Right? Was uh, was was that? Yeah, that was North Korea. They turned. They brought back some dude who was brain dead. Mm -hmm. That's what I was talking about. They uh, kept him prisoner, and then they're like, "All right, he can go home now." But he was in a coma from being beaten so bad. I mean, he died right after getting home. I feel like they like beat him too bad by accident. Like, uh oh, oh uh, yeah, uh, he can go now. Was it was it important? You think for North for the for like North Korea that he died in America? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So they're like because oh, fuck. because if he died in North send Korea, back, that was back, probably, that would have been really bad. Yeah, that would have been equipped because that would have been seen as like a war crime. What would have been they executed an American? Yeah, even if they didn't directly like shoot him or something, if they beat him bad enough that he then died. Why wasn't there more of a hullabaloo? I guess I, was it because like it was like some white tourist that did something stupid in a country that he shouldn't have, and it's like. Well, apparently, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of things that he might not he have was, even done that. He, it was, he was framed. Yeah, because they wanted a thing. So, like, because, I mean, the only evidence is that security camera footage, and it's really fucking hard to see what's even happening. It's like a silhouette of a guy taking a poster off a wall down the end of a hallway. And fun facts about North Korea with Matt Watson coming after this ad break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, everyone. I'm Devin Werkheiser. I'm Lindsay Shaw. And I'm Daniel Curtis Lee. And we are the hosts of Ned's Ned's Declassified Declassified Podcast Podcast Survival Guide. Guide. Ever wonder what happened to Ned Mose and Cookie? Well, we're back. We helped you guys survive middle school. And now we're helping you survive adulthood. On Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide, we are re-watching episodes. Bringing you special guests like Coconut Head and Janitor Gordy. And catching up on the last 15 years. We're talking about everything from dating mishaps. To mental health and maintaining friendships. And asking the question, how? How do we survive adulthood? Maybe we don't always have the answers. But we're going to figure it out together. Come join us. So pause that podcast you're listening to and subscribe to Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide (laughs) on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I know you are just excited. Uh, Can you just just restart? So try it from the top. You got this. Deep breaths. Imagine everyone's naked. Yeah, yeah. I look at this camera, or the wide, look wide. Then this one, or start, that one. Start with the wide, and then look at that. Look okay. at the your camera, or maybe start with this one and then go to the wide. That's because better. It's yeah. Tight. Okay. Welcome back, everyone. I know you are just as excited. Uh, oh, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Deep breaths. No need to rush. I know it. that you are just. I know that you are just as excited as I am. Just as excited as I am. I know that you are just as excited as I am. I know. That you, I know that you are just as excited, just as excited, just as excited, just as excited, just Mm -hmm. as excited as I am. Okay. (sighs) Welcome back. I know that y'all are just as excited as I am uh, to, uh, what's the part after that? You got this. You got this. Just take it easy. Hey, mommy made me mash, mommy Mommy made me mash my M&M's. Mommy made me mash my M&M's. Mommy made me mash my M&M's. Okay, you go. Welcome back, everyone. I know that you are just as excited as I am for Matt's new segment, giving us the best and funniest, fun, funnest? They're very funny. Yeah, North Korea facts. That's Maybe right. Maybe instead of North Korea fun facts, North Korea funny facts. North Korea funny facts. I've got a lot of funny facts about the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Do you know that's what that stood for? The DPRK? It's the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. They don't They don't want you to know that because they don't want you to know that, that it's a democracy. Exactly. It's exactly. actually a free nation. Well, America lies, you know. <clears throat> all you have to do is look at the name. It says Democratic. Exactly. So America makes up all this, all these bullshit lies about North Korea that it's a dictatorship, but... I've got some fun facts that I'm going to pull from my brain that I have learned over my years of studying North Korea, not from my smartphone. I'm excited to, to hear these. Well, listen to this. Yes. Do you know that North Korea has its own timeline? What? That's right. They aren't in the year 2022. What year are they in? 111. And it's not 2022 right now. No. Right. They're in, they're in year 112. It's 2023. This, the, the current year is 2023. The article I'm reading from says 2022. And yeah. Even though it says published in 2023. Yeah. Um, uh, go, go on. Go on. Might have to like workshop it. You North know, like- Korea started using its own calendar in 1912 when the country was founded. Now, it's, it's Juche 112. That's the year. It's, it's, it's year 112 there. Damn. Right. It's only 112. Isn't that crazy? Really? Mm-hmm. Because they started their own calendar. Because they, but when we're making like business, deal, I guess like uh, what, I don't think we're making business deals a, when they when they have to go to a summit or some shit. I'm guessing they they're just like, oh, this is blank time, fake time. In fake yeah. time, we're going there. Yeah, they have to convert On it to fake the bullshit. Date, 
I'm just fake time. Just like how when you and I go to foreign countries, we have to convert miles into bullshit kilometers, you know? Fuck Which that is bullshit. ridiculous, you know? I, I just want to see how many miles I, I have to walk my, 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 my little legs. I don't know how many kilometers I'm, I'm taking them. Fuck kilometers, Five man. kilometer eggs, Fuck seven metric. kilometer eggs, two kilometer eggs in Pokemon Go. Come on. Come on! Isn't that bullshit? Yeah, Pokemon Go uses kilometers, so it's like, you need to walk five kilometers. I, bitch, I don't know what a kilometer is. <laughs> Get out of here. Kilometer? What is this? Yeah, I'd rather- I'd kill a man over using metric. Exactly. Anyway, North Korea has bizarre internet rules, Ryan. You can only visit 28 websites in North Korea. YouTube? Nope. Facebook? Not the Facebook either. Twitter? Nope. Pornhub? No. They'll put you Reddit. in jail for that. Not even Reddit. 4chan. Is it, that, yes, you can visit 4chan. You really? Can't, no, you can't visit 4chan <laughs> no, in fucking course. North Korea. Um, uh, but a lot of people don't have computers in North Korea, so. Why? They're expensive in North Korea. Well, hell, they're expensive here. So just work hard for them. You see those NVIDIA computer chips, how expensive those shits are? So what, they, are they allergic to hard work? Yeah, North Korea, they are allergic to hard work. They wouldn't know, they wouldn't know hard work if it <laughs> them in the ass. <laughs> Did you know North Korea has the world's largest stadium, Ryan? Ooh. In Pyeongchang? Pyongyang. Pyongyang? Close. Who's Pyeongchang? There's, uh, Pyeongchang is nobody. Oh, I'm sure there's a guy named Pyeongchang out there. <laughs> I guarantee that there's a Korean man named Pyeongchang. But, uh, Pyongyang, yeah. Which well, is, I'm, I'm uh, looking up Pyeongchang just to see. They built it. That big, deliberately to outsize South Korea's Olympic Stadium, to like one up them. North Korea, I don't think the Olympics will be coming to your country anytime soon. So the stadium might have been a little bit of you know overkill. But there's this guy, Pyeongchang Won. <laughs> you know, it's it's not close enough. Yeah. So you know, Pyeongchang. I mean, I'm sure there's probably a guy watching <laughs> yeah. this. Actually, there's probably a, I, there's also a, definitely a city named Pyeongchang. <laughs> Yeah. Pyongyang is a sick city name, you know. Yeah. Pyongyang, I love it. It's fun to say. Or a person's name. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. watch. So, someone's gonna probably at me or at you on on Twitter at some point. They're like, "Oh my God, guys, my name." When I heard you guys say my name on the podcast, my name is Pyongyang. And they're gonna change their Twitter name to make it look like their name is Pyongyang. I don't want to see a bunch of Pyongyangs out there, guys. After this episode, only right? real Pyongyangs, if they exist. All right. This this fact's actually pretty sick. North Korea has their own basketball rules. North Koreans hate losing, so instead of following well-established international laws and conventions, they often decide to make up their own rules. One example is basketball, and you might be surprised when we tell you that North Korea has its own rules for the sport. Kim Jong-il is an avid basketball player. Does anyone else remember the dictator's enduring friendship with Dennis Rodman? But he decided that he can improve the rules of basketball, so of course, he rewrote them. Slam dunks are worth three points. Three-pointers are worth four points, if it's nothing but net. Uh, one point is deducted for every missed free throw. And any field goal made in the last three seconds is worth eight points, and games can end in a tie. This feels like if a child rewrote the rules. Like, so they could like, win more? What if, we, it's just, what if we dunked a lot? Yeah. Like, I want to see them dunk. We should make dunking a, a bonus. And they just dunk a shit ton. And that's it. That's the whole game is just people trying to dunk. We should. Uh, he thinks dunking is so fucking cool. We should do a YouTube, like, YouTubers basketball championship and only play by North Korean rules. Uh, can you see, actually, can you look this up? Because he changed the rules. How tall is the net? Mm, do you think it's shorter? How tall is net 
Basketball North Korea. Um, I think I I think, same height. Yeah, it's the same oh. height still. Okay. Well, that's disappointing. I hope that they would play like playground height. You know. Wait, on mopedarmy.com, I found a thread titled, Do North Koreans use regulation height basketball hoops? They keep sending Dennis Rodman back. I told Kim Jong-un that he could keep him as a pet. <laughs> uh, that's all it says. There's no, okay, sorry. I thought that it would have an answer. Nope. But, nope, unfortunately not. All right, I've got a few more North Korean facts for you. Well, good, because I want to hear wood-burning cars? What? What? Wood-burning cars? I, I feel like... As in, like, to move, they burn wood? Yeah. Like a like a like a like a steam engine, like a choo choo train. Okay, this one is this one is true. I've seen this. They have a list of state approved haircuts, and you can only cut your hair in one of these twenty eight state approved haircuts. Uh, they so like your hair has to be state regulated. Um, what if your barber fucks it up? Does he die too? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry, but I don't. He think, gave you an illegal haircut. I don't think you're going to be able to mismatch those socks what? over in Pyongyang. Well, that's why I'm an urban myth. And that's yeah. why I'm really scary to them. It's because I break the the societal norms of North Korea. Well, you know why you wouldn't be allowed over there, Ryan? Slaying with my mismatched socks. Blue jeans are illegal. Can't wear can't wear your classic Ryan McGee blue jeans. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Oh shit! My classic washed blue jeans. Your classic washed blue jeans. The Ryan McGee washed blue jeans. Fuck. Yeah, that would well, be very unfortunate. At least gym shorts aren't illegal over there. True. Oh. They might. Oh, they love basketball. Maybe sweatshorts is a little bit of a like. Oh, well, that I don't know. Some sort of shorts, I'm sure. You know, they don't have traffic lights. They have people that stand in the intersection and are the human traffic lights. Even if there's no cars, they still have to do it on time. Why? Because do they not have enough money to? No, they just that's how they do it. There's like a someone will stand on the intersection. With like and like wave like if it's time to go or stop and even if there's no cars for like an hour they still stand there doing it on the on the on the dot. Kim Kim Jong Un's been to America, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, he grew up. Kim Jong Un like went to school in Sweden. Like he, he okay, lived in the West. Sweden then maybe not. Sorry, yeah, but not but he he you know his family is very rich, so he lived in luxury in the West. He went to like a regular college. Uh, there's a lot of people that were friends with him in college that like have been interviewed talk about he was just this regular dude loved playing basketball loved rap music like he was very like westernized and, and then, then he got called back to North Korea and was daddy like daddy died yeah daddy died mommy cried god his ugly dad hey he he's fucking handsome as hell okay kim il sung handsome motherfucker his yeah. son kim jong kim jong il mm no 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 those glasses ain't doing him any favors either <laughs> It is unfortunate because, like, actually, Kim Il-sung kind of had, like, that... He had a very, like, handsome charisma about him, you yeah. know? He was the the generalissimo. He was the strong, powerful... He was like a Mao Zedong, you know? He, Just a very, very charismatic... And if we're talking about could, handsome, Mao Zedong was a <laughs> he's handsome the most gentleman. handsome guy in the world. Like, if I could think of the most handsome haircut in the world, it would be Mao Zedong. Give me the Mao Zedong. And I want to go to the barber and say, yeah, give me the old Mao. Give me... I'd have to, I'd state beforehand, give me the non-racist Mao Zedong. Exactly. The Mao Zedong made for a white man. The white man's Mao Zedong. Yes. We should go do that. For a video. Uh, two white guys get the non-racist Mao Zedong haircut. Challenge. Challenge. <laughs>
dude, <laughs> I would love to go to a barber and say, I want you to try your hardest to give me the exact, like, you could put some some stuff in it to style it up, but give me the exact Mao Zedong. He did have a crazy-ass haircut. <laughs> yeah, mean. He had a crazy haircut. Like, I... I mean, what's funny is about a lot of these world rulers, like <laughs> very famous dictators, they they have something stylistically different well, to set them apart that nobody else has. Is his haircut really not used anymore because? <laughs> or do you think that would in of itself? Yeah, maybe maybe it's not like he was the only one. Maybe it's just now people don't. Oh, like I don't with, know. Like He's still Hitler's a beloved mustache? figure to a lot of people. Now is a very beloved figure to lots of people. Still in this day and yeah, age. Yeah, fucking idiots. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> Come on, don't talk about Chairman Mao like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're the hit, you're talking about the Charlie Chaplin mustache. Yeah, the box mustache. I'm reclaiming it. Okay, I'm not gonna let him take that beautiful mustache away from us. I'm reclaiming it. Although one of the most popular gags that we've even used before is the whole Charlie Chaplin and Hitler. You know, you show up to a, like a costume party as Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh. What are you? What the fuck? Dude, what's that guy dressed up like Hitler? No, it's Charlie Chaplin. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking at Mao's haircut right now, dude. You gotta make sure you have that top hat if you're Charlie. Is it a top hat or a bowler hat? It's a, it's a bowler hat. Okay. It's, you know, and it was, it was round. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful, beautiful hat. Maybe put a little eyeliner on, too, just to drive home the point that you know who you're Charlie Chaplin. Hats? Who? George Costanza. Yeah, George Costanza didn't wear that many hats. You're right. <laughs> What's that about? Fuck that guy, man. Look at that haircut. It's like <laughs> it's like Cricketune, isn't it? It's like an oh, he looks like an think of like an old grandmother who's balding. That's the type of hair do I feel <laughs> like she would do. Like well, if your grandmother was balding, that's what she would look like. I'm looking at pictures of him over the years, and it's really just like he's always kind of had the same haircut, but his hairline just started going back, and he didn't change anything else. <laughs> so he just let it just like, all right. <laughs> he looks like he's wearing makeup in this picture. He was not. Uh, for someone who, you know, was directly responsible for the deaths of like 50 to 60 million people. He did have a fly-ass haircut. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, yeah. My favorite Mao Zedong moment is when he uh, he saw like some locusts eating some, like on a plant, and he was like, no, 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 he saw, he saw like a bird, a certain type of bird on a plant, and was like, that bird's eating the plants. All right, nationwide mandate, everyone kill this bird. Really, what was eating the plants was the locusts, and then... The birds were eating the locusts. The ecosystem. And then there was a famine that killed millions of people because of that. Oops. Well, he's a smart man. He go birdie plant, maybe. <laughs> I wish we still had that type of like that was the type of like political thing that politician did. So Biden's like, I want everyone in America to kill this bird. This bird's eating our crops. If you see it, shoot it. And then everyone just starts killing this this one bird. They're all tr well, they're trying to let the they thems into our restrooms, so not far from it, are I'll we? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, exactly right. It's like idiocracy come to life. That's right. <laughs> Next we're going to be feeding our plants Gatorade. Yep. I haven't seen that movie in ages. I have never seen it all the way through. I haven't, I saw it on part on Comedy Central. Yeah. Terry Crews is president. Yep. Right? Luke Wilson is the main character. They're, uh... Right? Isn't it Luke Wilson? Is it not Luke Wilson? The whole thing is like they're feeding their plants like the equivalent of Gatorade, right? And then like the plants aren't really growing. 
I mean, I mean the whole like, thing just is give just it water. Take down on capitalism and I mean, yeah, just strictly capitalism and America. I remember like during the Trump years, I saw so many tweets. It's like we're literally living in idiocracy. You're gonna see that every every election cycle. People are gonna be like, <laughs> now the other side is really getting crazy. When really it they've I, I think I, I I feel like it's gotten crazier in terms of more noise because of the internet and shit like that. But politicians have always been saying stupid shit and doing stupid shit. They have. I mean, now they just have the capability of doing it whenever the fuck they want. They don't have to like. There's uh, gone are the days of like where you would see the president on TV every now and then give an address. And now we're in the we're in the beautiful times where the president can have a YouTube channel if he wants. The president can. Pull a Will Smith, for example. He could he could have a Twitter and tweet out whatever he th whatever he's thinking. Welcome to Joe Vlogs. <laughs> he could. The th he could. Today we're trying fifteen different Japanese snacks. We're, I'm waiting for our YouTuber president. What president is gonna Markiplier? Didn't Obama do like sketches and stuff? Obama, yeah, he was in some uh, some stuff. I remember Obama was in a bunch of videos with fucking Adam Devine. Adam Devine. I don't know. I still don't know how to say it. Biden was. I'm sorry. I think Biden was on Workaholics, actually. Well, it makes sense, because Biden was also in, uh, Biden and Jill. And I think Gingrich and a bunch of fucking Gingrich. politicians were, uh, were in, what is it, Parks and Recreation. Yeah. See, I need more celebrity. I need my president doing more cameos. I want Joe Biden to be on more sitcoms. That's yeah, what we need. Makes him relatable. If he wants to win the fucking 2024 presidential election... We need him. We need him on fucking sitcoms. I want him to do a voice on regular show. Can we get Michelle like Obama dancing on Ellen? I need more of this shit. Ellen is dead. Ellen two. Ellen two's been doing a good job. Ellen two has done a pretty good job as the replacement, right? Like I, I, a lot of people were uh, a bit standoffish with Ellen two at first because like technology, we're like, there's no way technology has gone this far. There's no way science has even gone this far. But, granted, the first episode was a bit of a mishap. Sure. Um, it was spoken in mostly broken English, but I think the second, third, and fifth episode are highlights so far of the season. Well, it wasn't just the broken English. It was that there was, I guess, some technical glitch where the, the accent, Ellen, too, would, was doing the accent. Yeah. You know? Which, you know, people were very confused by and it was very, very offensive, honestly. I'm but guessing the, like, AI or whatever it was because they're promoting, like, the new, like, Black Panther or Wakanda Forever. So, like, it just seemed a bit... You could understand where the technical issue right, started. Right, But having Ellen, too, who is white. White. I think that that was part of, you know... The issue is because people were like, okay, so we've got an AI Ellen. I don't know if this is going to work. And it, and it started off pretty strong. But then when when the promotion of the new Black Panther started, I guess the wires got crossed. And then Ellen started, Ellen 2 started doing the whole voice. And Ellen 2 then. Good job with the voice. I mean, the, the accent it, was really accurate. I mean, because it, I mean, it's ripping it directly from the movie, essentially, right? right, right. To, to learn it. I, I think, you know, I mean, it was, you know, threw in a lot of the Bombays in there. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the crowd chanted it back the crowd seemed to dig it i think they maybe were confused on it was like is this or maybe they're like well we're on the ellen show what are we gonna not or are we gonna just stay silent I yeah mean, they don't want to in the mods and laugh but we gotta keep the energy up. they'll do whatever that damn sign says but whatever I, I long story short ellen 2 
Seems it's going well now. And yeah. also it's, uh, I do understand some of the controversy with the fact that it's a government funded thing because I'm just going to say it. I know some people disagree, honestly, but I think $300 billion of government taxpayer money was a lot to put into Ellen too. Yes. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's where the taxes need to be going, especially, you know, on the heels of a pandemic. But Could have taken some money out of the military. Inflation budget. is the highest it's ever been. You know, you know. We're I mean, don't even s- talk about ho- housing prices. It's going to stay again, in case you didn't hear. Military budget could have taken a dip. There are a lot of budgets that could no. have taken a little bit of a dip. I think the military budget actually is one thing that needs, needs to, to be expand up, more and more. Which they just did. Thank the Lord, eight hundred something trillion dollars. Yeah, eight hundred trillion dollars. Well, and thank God we have we have. Uh, fucking Steve and Bowinkle with their with their wooden shotguns to protect us. <laughs> Thank God. Fucking hell. Eight hundred Lord. No, I'm sorry. I said eight hundred trillion. I meant eight hundred billion. Oh, okay. Big difference, but still, <laughs> very eight hundred billion is quite a. It's only a matter of time before the military budget's over a trillion dollars. Oh, eight eight hundred trillion instead of eight hundred billion. I was being sarcastic at first. I think those wooden guns will do just fine. Mm-hmm. Well, the the military budget, most of it goes towards contractors upcharging. Like more than half of it is just because of just contractors upcharging. So it's just what? getting thrown away. Are you saying when you base a society off of Nimon? Hey, spit, spit, talk your shit, Ryan. Talk no. your shit, white boy. No, no, man. You know why? Why? You're scared of criticizing the military infrastructure, aren't you? Because we're part of the problem. Bad Bad day to have a Navy sponsorship for Super Mega Cast. Just cut the ad reads. This week's episode of the Super Mega Cast is brought to you by the Navy, the world's number one defender of the waves. You can surf, you can create commercials, you can do whatever you want when you're out in the open sea. So do what Matt and I did. Get some basic training in and join the Navy. Go to Navy.gov slash SuperMega to sign up today. And if you go to that link and sign up with code SuperMegaFunNavy, you can get up to 50% off your first month of MREs. Mmm, yummy, gumbo. Uh, sorry everyone, we are back. Uh, uh, Justin, I guess, thought that this was his, uh, personal break room. Yeah. Which it is not. It's not. It was, it's the podcast set. We don't use it for anything else except, you know, for Q&As, uh, recently, and that's really not, you know. And we were in the middle of an episode, he knew that we were recording. Uh, He might have thought we were done. Yeah. Remember that one time uh, we took like a 30-minute break and he thought we were done, so he came in here and he had therapy on the phone with his therapist. Yeah. Didn't realize it was recording. We should put that on Patreon, by the way. As a, like a bonus episode. Yeah. There was also that one time he came in and he we we went out to go grab something. He didn't think anyone was yep. in the office. He thought he was by himself. He was, well, he was by himself in the office. He just yeah. forgot that the he didn't realize the cameras and mics were rolling. Because we didn't have the screen on and the cameras don't really, they don't have a red light to signify whether they're recording no. or not. Um, and they're always set up like this, so it's, uh... It's a, it's, I mean, it's a mistake that, you know, could happen to any of us, honestly. I don't know if we, we could, uh, do Patreon for that one. We could. 
Oh, we are at 18 plus, technically. Or We're not. switched us back. Patreon, like, we put, there There are actual penises on our Patreon, yep. stuff like that. And, uh, um, for instance, if you're watching this on Patreon, here's a penis. Uh, but, basically, you know, we were set to 18 plus because we show stuff like, like that penis that was just on screen for yes. Patreon viewers. Yeah. Um, but then Patreon emailed us. We're like, we reverted you back. No, no need. And we were like, okay. Well, just to be clear, we you know we put some pretty adult shit on the Patreon. They're like, it's fine. So it's on them. They can't come to us and take down our whole shit because there was a penis. What? Uh, speaking of penises, t- Jim, uh, what's up? Jim, Jim, come uh, open that door. What's up? He's Jimmy? holding a bag of hot dogs. I told you. If there's I, no if ketchup, there's no ketchup. No, I can't. No. I can't eat a freaking sauce. I can't it's eat a fucking wiener. For a hot dog to have ketchup. No, Mustard ketchup mayo. is so important to a hot dog, Jim. This one is a... They look spicy. Are those spicy sausages? They're, they're, they're smoked. They're hot Louisiana. Jim, hot Louisiana. Ketchup. With, it's, it's, a, it's a fundamental condiment to have with these suckers. Babies. I can't eat a freaking wiener without no ketchup, brother. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Why are you looking at me like I'm crazy, dude? Most people... Like, the condiments that usually come with a hot dog are mustard and ketchup. And you're like, mustard and mayonnaise? Mustard and mayonnaise? Those two together? That, you know what those two flavor combinations are? It would be a deviled egg hot dog. (laughs) Honestly, we have relish, too, so that's extra deviled egg. We got any hard-boiled eggs? Actually, they sell them at 7-Eleven in little bag bags. We could go grab some. I call the juice. Smush them up. <laughs> oh, God. If you have the egg, I call the juice in it. <laughs> I'll run to 7-Eleven and we can do a deviled egg hot dog. Mmm. Now, Jim, I want to preface. In, for realsies, don't go to 7-Eleven and get hard-boiled eggs. No. No, no there's no <laughs> wink. No wink. Don't. Just stay here. Stop you know, winking. don't. Stop. There's no Ryan's not even winking back. You're just if you were to yourself. go anywhere, grab ketchup. But since you're not going to go do that, well, they sell ketchup at Seven Eleven. They do sell ketchup at Seven Eleven, but you no. Hey Jim, if no you go to Seven Eleven, don't buy some lottery tickets. Okay. <laughs> Why are you winking directly at me, Jim? You're winking directly at me. And he's me looking. He's winking at me. I said it the lottery tickets. Think thing. that we're just not on the same page. Uh, granted, I don't know if you still have a kidney stone or not. So maybe there's like a little bit of like a, a twinge of like. Of pain. Yeah, I think the wink is just, he's like, ah. Yeah, so uh, uh, just do whatever, fill your f- fill your belly, make you happy. Hey, Jim, and if you do go to 7-Eleven, make it snappy so we can open those, we can we can scratch those lottery tickets on the after show. Okay, yeah, I'll go grab some. Sick. Okay. Get a bunch. And- How many is a bunch? You want $1 or $5? Get the, get a couple ones, get a couple we, okay, fives. We no, each, get, get how it. about this? We each have to have about five each, and then we each share a big one. Yeah, get one of like the $30 ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Little does Hopefully he, he doesn't get lottery tickets where you have to wait for the numbers to be revealed. No. He's, he's going to get, get scratch offs, right? But, you know, he's here's this is kind of a prank on Jim cuz he's going to go. You can't buy lottery tickets with a credit card. So he can't use the company card. He's going to have to use his own fucking money. <laughs> and he's going to he's going to hope we pay him back. But mm-mm. We'll pay him back if we win. I gotta, I gotta... Uh, then what's the point of getting the cards? Y- yeah, we'll keep the money. Yeah, okay, good. Well, guys, <clears throat> later, you know, 
after this episode ends on the on the after hours version of the episode, which for those who don't know, the after hours is a segment that we hold after the podcast. Every it's, episode, it's, it's its own thing, and it's uploaded to our Patreon. It's just an after after discussion after the podcast. Maybe we talk for you know deeper into into things that we talked about on the podcast previously, or we just. It's like just a little continue mini this. podcast. It's, it's just more a, more epic conversation. More ramblings. It's uh, pretty fun, though. But we we'll, also have Uncle Sleepover. And yeah. you might be thinking, oh, they're bringing up all this end shit. Is this the end of the podcast? It's not. It's not the end of the podcast. No. We're just, uh, we're just making sure you know where to find the goods. The goods. Uh, it's a, they're locked away in a little treasure chest. Yeah, they You are. need five big greens for that. Yep. Just five big greens. I mean, you get a bunch of bonus content. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's crazy. You get all the backlog bonus content. So you get a ton of... Ep- you get a bunch of, there's a bunch of old episodes of the mini cast that we did when yeah. we did that. Well, I mean, also, like, j- just in general, you know, I see, you know, we, we see complaints from time to time. Uh, this is all you guys do. Uh, so, you know, is a podcast, upload a few Let's Plays, and then, like, a mailroom video, uh, 40-minute documentary. It's sh- stupid shit, right? Yeah. And that's why we're just going to end the podcast, you know? At, you know, this is probably the last episode. I think this we is don't, the we last don't, episode. We don't want to be redundant. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, oh, I get it. We we, we got to try something new, which is why uh, we're looking into maybe doing some cooking streams, maybe. Like as in as in like cooking simulator or something. Yeah. 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 I like we'll it. be like a cooking simulator channel or like a farm uh, mm, Farmville channel. Uh, that why don't might we just be, play Farmville? That might be a little too fun. I'm thinking of of. I think there's a market for, think of grown men at work who hate their jobs who need white noise. There's a market for that for sure. What about like- Are we not already filling that though? I don't think so. What about like, what about like poker videos? Okay. Like online poker? Well, I could uh, screen record my Blackjack app and just do, like, Blackjack videos. We could, like, use uh, your phone mic or something. I don't know. Just to change up the style. Yeah. Granted, change is always good. Yes. We should just do some Blackjack on your phone. Blackjack Let's Plays. Okay. I'll use my phone audio. I'll use my mic oh, on my phone Let's record. Plays. We don't have to even do audio then. We can just film the... If, if it's just the gameplay footage, it's not really a Let's Play, right? Blackjack, Blackjack apps... Tip videos. Blacks on blackjack apps. What about blackjack with Jack Black? That's that that's a that's a big hit right there already. Yeah. That might be a fun video too. I don't, we should see if we can get Jack Black to, to play, play a little Jack, blackjack. Yes. Or to or get Jack Black to play Blackjack. Jack. Yes. Which is just uh <clears throat> Jack Black and Blackface. I was thinking of Jack Sparrow but black, but I mean it's the same thing, right? I guess he'd still have to do the blackface. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking like Jack Sparrow just wouldn't be he wouldn't be someone in bl- it wouldn't be like Jack Sparrow wearing blackface. It would be just black Jack, Jack Sparrow. But for Jack Black to play like like black black um, Jack, he would need like the Black Little Mermaid, right? But for Jack Black to play that character, there would you would have to use the makeup, right? Uh, true, true. You're right. You're right. You're right. But 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 what I'm saying is, even though we would have to use this makeup canonically in the film, this is just. A black man. This is Captain Jack Sparrow as a black man. Right. Yeah. I don't see any issues this with isn't, that. Yeah, this isn't like a Tropic Thunder scenario. No. You know, where it's like, he's obviously in black. This one would be like, we're not making a reference to a very, like, hurtful and detrimental, like, physical. We're actually committing the character to 
being this character. We're not making a joke out of it. Couldn't you? I can see the trailer now. Jack Black as Black Jack. <laughs> yeah. It works, right? Yeah. Honestly, uh... He was going to come on the show, and then he saw this clip, and he's like, oh, they're joking about me doing blackface. I'm not interacting with those guys. I think that Mr. Jack Black would definitely appreciate our sense of humor. Exactly. You know? Mm. Mm, I think he would. Maybe, yeah. I think he would, dude. We do a lot of we do a lot of dick in ball jokes. Tenacious and, Dizzle, dude. I love a good Tenacious Dizzle. <laughs> He's got such a good voice. Tribute is is a song I always find myself coming back to. I found Tribute because uh, it, my sister and my dad shared an iPod video. Remember the big ones? Yes. Uh, they they shared one of those, and uh, that. My sister just had the music video for Tribute by Tenacious D on there. And I watched at your it. clock. What happened? I looked at my watch. My my watch dinged. And it's uh Using your Apple Watch again? Yeah, I'm using I kinda it. wanna use my Apple. I wanna get like instead of remember I had a I like the rubber uh yeah. thing. I'm, I I remember I'm, I got a metal one at some point because I was like, oh you know. I'm using it to track my sleep at night now. Uh because I'm trying to get more data about my, my sleep patterns. So I'm using it to track my sleep at night. But that was that was an update about Atlantic hurricane season, Ryan. Okay. Uh, Do we need to be careful? Well, are we close to any Atlantic hurricanes? Today is June 1st, which is the beginning of Atlantic hurricane season 2023. And they said it's going to be a pretty accurate California one. needs to watch out. California, you know, if the hurricane's strong enough, it'll blast all the way across the country into California. <laughs> that's, that's Los Angeles saying. did have a tropical storm. Like, it's very rare, but it happened once. Or one wave starts on the East Coast and goes all the way around the world, like, goes pat, like, away around islands, comes then back around. To California. The hurricane goes through the Panama Canal. Yes. <laughs> still sucking up the energy from the water and then up. Yep. Well, actually, hurricanes have crossed over, like, Central America and then up before, I think. That's not a mountain. Those aren't mountains. Those are tidal those are, waves. Those are waves. Those he didn't say waves. it with too much urgency in that moment. He was just kind of like, those aren't mountains. Those are waves. Those aren't mountains. Well, like, when really, like, in real life, like, his reaction should have been like, Oh! Holy shit! Those are tsunami waves! Those aren't mountains! We thought they were mountains, but they're actually fucking waves! Run! You know, that that would probably be a more realistic reaction in that movie. Yeah, if I'm Matthew McConaughey and I'm on the surface of an alien ocean planet... Knowing that the longer you stay there, the longer back on Earth time goes by, because it's that planet. Every fucking second is like a day, so yeah. you would think he wants to... No time to dilly-dally, but he's out there just like, sees a fucking like kilometer-tall tsunami and goes... That's not a mountain. Mm. Those are waves. He was throwing on some rays. Those are waves. You know, you know, Anne Hathaway was out there, you know, doing like the manly work, right? And he's yeah. back at the ship looking after it. And so he had to kind of like mm. solidify some sort of masculine claim, maybe, and be like, Yes. The Chad who's calm. Because when, when it, if he freaked out when he saw the waves, zero Riz. Yeah. Rizless. Virgin. Vir virgin freaking out over over tidal wave on on alien planet. Versus the Chad, you know, kind of, kind of real cool, just, mm, those aren't mountains. Whenever I thought of the term alien planet, I always thought of a planet, like an alien's planet. Right. But really it just means it's a foreign planet. Like, it, it, in of itself, it's not like has aliens, you know. That's what alien means at the end of the day, it's but just foreign. alien planet. Right. It's just a foreign planet. But as a kid and shit, I was always like, oh, you know. They're probably referring to, you know, the alien's planet. I bet in our lifetime... Semantics. <laughs> I bet in our lifetime we will discover fossilized microbes on Mars. Fossilized microbes. Now, tell tell us, Matt Watson, what does that mean? 
Well, you see, microbes are, you know, some of the smallest, earliest life forms on this planet. It's in the name, micro, you know? They're, they're microbes, like but... microcephaly. Exactly, which uh, I was born with. Luckily, I overcame, you know? I yep. just willed it away. But uh, Mars, you know, at one point... Moms. It, well, it does need moms. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, can't stop with all these references, dude. Oh, it's good, man. It's a does great it movie. help keep your brain on track? It really does. <laughs> uh, it... It had oceans, it had rivers, and it was warm, and it had an atmosphere, just like Earth did. R.I.P. River Phoenix. That's right. Rest in peace, River Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I'd be willing to bet there was life on Mars, and we'll find it in the form of fossilized microbes. But we have to go there first to to find that stuff. I also would be willing to bet that there there, there is life in this solar system under the ice layers of certain moons of certain planets. Because underneath those like the, fish, yeah, or or just, I just even, see even microbes. Al- I just want to see an alien. I, microbes, yes, that's cool. It's still like a cool idea. It's an alien, but it's not like I want to see a animal. What well, whatever it is, I want to see an animal. I think that they. I think that it's very possible in our solar system because think about this, like you, a thing this big. Mm-hmm. You know, we there are moons. There's moons of Jupiter and Saturn, which have complete. The whole surface is an ocean that's like a hundred kilometers deep. Yeah. Covered by an ice sheet, but underneath that ice sheet, at the bottom of those oceans, are warm volcanic vents, and that's where life started on Earth. Maybe like polar bears with with gills might live. At, uh, yeah, who knows? There could be there could be fish swimming around down in there that have evolved from those those vents. Because the thing is, like, how close? Like, I guess in this example, life under ice sheets, if there were, like, fish or whatever it would be, it would most likely be fish, right? It would be something that would have evolved along the it same lines. It would resemble lines, fish. I imagine, Very yeah. clearly. In fact, what Maybe we, not fish, but just deep-sea creatures. Even what if we see it and we just, like, oh, shit, that literally just looks like, yeah, a, a fish. If it looked just like a fish, then I would then believe that... Well, I mean, I feel like life evolving around the universe probably follows similar patterns, right? Yeah. I mean, form follows function, as they say. Of course, you know, and that's without us being able to see the vast uh, potential of the universe as it is, right? Ever expanding. One day, not so much. But but they sent, uh, so basically, there's this one moon that, uh, called Enceladus, that was, it, that's a badass name. It is a cool, it's a badass name, but it has, uh, first of all, it has more water than all, Earth combined. You don't say. Underneath it. But it's shooting out water because there's like a crack. So it's shooting some of the ocean out into space. And they flew a they flew a, a probe through the water to like collect a sample of it to see what's in the water. And the water had uh it had like complex molecules in it that are the same ones that like formed life on Earth. So the water already has that stuff in it. So very, very, very possible chance. And if we found, but what's crazy is if it we took a while for shit to come out of the water, you know what I mean, though? But shit was still in the water. Yes. And these, these, like, some of these things have been around for a very long time, which would be enough time for life to form. Also, well, I think what would be the craziest thing is if we found life in our solar system outside of Earth, because right now life is just a super rare thing. But if we found it even fossilized on Mars or on a moon, that would be twice in just one solar system, which would mean that life maybe is not as rare as we think it is. Which then would mean that... You know what's actually insane to think about? Go on. Digging in his pocket or something? I want to make sure I get this quote correct. Okay. Because this actually was what blew my mind the most. Uh, I'm... I am patiently waiting. This... 
patiently. This is crazy. This is a true. This is a true. Uh, true thing. Okay. I just have to find a, a little impatient now. No, I have to find the quote. Impatient. Um, I just give me a second. Just get. Yeah. It, just my wait. My left leg is starting to shake. Found it. Okay. Okay. This is a quote from the movie Contact, but it's true. She's talking to Matthew McConaughey's character, Jodie Foster, and she says, You know, there are 400 billion stars out there just in the Milky Way galaxy alone, all right? That's just this one little galaxy. There's a lot of galaxies. They just found a million new ones the other day in a three-hour period. If only one out of those million... Oh, sorry. If only one out of a million stars in our galaxy had life, right? And only one out of a million of those that have life had intelligent life, there would be millions of intelligent civilizations in the Milky Way alone. There's, we're not just some fluke. And that's just this the galaxy. The universe isn't... Life is resilient. Agree with me or not be, in, in what I'm about to say. The universe is very, like, there's tons of possibilities, whatever, but it's not, like, that special to where there's, like, this one thing that exists outside of everything else that is going on. Like, there's no. there, there are duplicates of these systems that exist. We are not the only <laughs> star system in the universe that things just lined up perfectly. Yes. Also, like, life is so resilient. And also, like, when we talk about life, we're only talking about life from, like, our understanding. Because we, we assume that life in the like on other planets would have to form the same way with the same parameters, like, you know, because we're carbon-based. But there could be silicone-based life or, like, you know, other Silicon. types of life that we just don't understand. But that that is crazy to think about, just that statistic of like if one out of a million had life and then all the ones that out of a million did have life if only one out of a million had intelligent life there would be millions of civilizations in just the milky way alone and there are billions of galaxies i think people get caught up too much on the whole like then why in our solar system isn't there other life or whatever when it's like you're just thinking about like a handful of planets compared to the multitude of systems and planets and stars that exist in the universe. You're focusing on, oh, if they don't exist on like these eight or whatever, it's like, which, which, how is that? Which all, but like, the, yeah, exactly. And the thing is only one of those eight can actually support life in its current condition. Mars which is still like, that's cool. That's really cool. Like the, that's still like, we won a lottery in that aspect. Yeah. But in terms of, Earth being special in any aspect. Also, um, it's special in retrospect and looking at our solar system in, in like its own way. And then you can even go and like, that's why when you learn about planets as a kid, they all have like their different fun little characteristics because they, each planet is special in their own way. Yeah. Cause they all gas they, giants, for example, I thought was the coolest shit as a kid. I know. I'm like a planet made of What? What? When I found out that it doesn't actually have a surface to stand on, I was like, what? <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> I used to think like the surface of Jupiter would look so cool and then it's just a bunch of clouds. Just I used to think you could just walk on the ring. You know, that, <laughs> that was like- it On was Saturn? Because like, like as a kid, I thought it was just this cool land mass. The ring was just a solid- Yeah, yeah. that's just what I thought. Uh, but you know, now, I mean, it doesn't make it any less cool because it's still fucking like, that's awesome. There's a, the reason, I, I mean, that's the reason I like space is just because, like, the more that it gets discovered every day, there's just cool shit. 
Yeah. Like, they've discovered almost 5,000 planets outside of ours. And none of them have life, huh? Nope. Well, there's a, there's a lot that they've discovered, like, a pretty decent amount, like, I think a couple dozen planets that are, like, pretty much identical to Earth, but they're light years away, so there's no way to, like, see them. But How, but, how many planets are we within proper view, I guess? View an understanding of to where we would be able to determine life or no life. Well, like, what what is our pool looking like in terms of uh, like building building statistics? So like they can't take a picture of them, but the James Webb Space Telescope, mm -hmm. one of the main like functions of it is it's looking at other Earth-like planets that are out in the solar or out in the universe and the galaxy. So it can look at a planet that's like twenty light years away. And it can look at its atmosphere, mm -hmm. and it can detect, like, what chemicals are in the atmosphere. So oh, that's how shit. they can determine. So basically, like, then there's these things called biosignatures, which is, like, certain living, like, on Earth, uh, living things, you know, like cows produce, like, methane and stuff. So if you were to look at, and, and also we breathe out CO2, so that's one. Mm -hmm. So they look at these atmospheres, and they look at what chemicals are in it, and that's a way they can determine if there's life. Because it's like, oh, there is this... Uh, chemical which is really only produced from bio uh or uh, is it organic stuff potential of life or life potential of yeah. life but like have they crossed off potential of life for a lot of, they they've found a lot of planets that have potential of life right yeah well they found planets that they that are like almost identical to earth to where it's like there's got to be something like they found ones that have there's like, got to be something running around on that thing they found ones that have like liquid oceans of water you know they can tell that they're like this has an ocean of water on its surface like earth does but Another thing is, like, even if they do have life, it would have to be advanced enough to, you know, be able to, like, communicate to us. But even if it did— I don't would... even care about that. I just want to know that something else is just—even if, like, we're looking at an Earth, like, an Earth that is billions of years behind our schedule, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's it's, a lot that they found that are. Like, it's like, this is Earth 2.0, basically. But it's like there's— we talked about this before, but just monsters roaming around. I mean, there are monsters roaming around today, I guess— uh, a big theme of The Walking Dead, for example, or The Last of Us, you know, humans can be the monsters. Mm -hmm. And maybe they are the monsters. It's also crazy, too, is, like, Earth and its whole lifespan is only really suitable for, like, our survival for such a quick... And we're just existing in that little second. But you just think of, like, think of all the life we have, one, discovered continues to be discovered every day in terms of species and shit like that and then ones that are of course just going to continue to still flood in like there's so much diversity of life and the different ways that life can uh, go on on just one planet yeah you know? it's just like there's got it, there's no way there's no way in hell that there's not one one critter creature thing whatever Swimming around, running around on one of those other planets, one of those other little uh, I think, worlds. Of course, it would be a multitude of life because it's not just going to be different one types. species. That, I think that there are tens of billions of planets that have life, like evolved, like different types of animals and stuff. We will never know in our lifetime because it's too far away. I don't have the technology to where we could like zoom See in. It. Yeah, exactly. That's what sucks. Is M it, maybe when we're eighty something. If the only way that's possible is if they figure out a way to travel across space through time and space because things are so far apart. Even going light speed, there's no way to get to something and back. The close, if you went light speed, the closest other star system is over four years away and then four years back.
So even sending a picture at light speed would take four years to get there and back, which they're, they're working on doing that. They're sending a bunch of little probes to take pictures and back in our lifetime. So we'll get to see another planet. Like pictures on that planet. And it's like, an Earth-like like we, planet. Like we do with Mars. It's in the habitable zone, yeah. Proxima Centauri. And so they're sending something out. They're sending... They're sending all of these tiny little... Uh, it's called a breakthrough star shot. How do they know like shit's not going to get in the way? Math. They calculated ahead. Like basically they're sending all these tiny little probes. Aren't there rogue asteroids and things that are like small but that Space they wouldn't so be able big. to detect. Space is so big that the odds. Well, that's why True. they're sending so many of them too. But the odds of it actually colliding with that is like super small. Yeah. There's one way to put out big spaces is like. The closest galaxy is the Andromeda galaxy, and it's mm -hmm. colliding with the Milky Way. And then in like four billion years, they're going to fully collide. And each one has hundreds of billions of stars. But the chances of a, of stars actually colliding, like touching each other, is almost like zero. Because that's how big space is. But they're sending all these little probes, tons of them, because some are going to get destroyed. And they're using like lasers to make them go like 20% the speed of light. So it's going to take like 20 years to get there. But it's going to, they're going to fly by really fast and take pictures and send it back. Are they going to get into the atmosphere of this planet? No, they're just going to fly by. <sighs> See, that's what I want. I want to like, how we have that fucking goofy ass robot on Mars. I want to, I, I wish it was, I wish it was technologically and scientifically possible that within our lifetime we would send something as a respect similar to that to another planet. So it could, instead of, you know, footage from Mars, a barren planet, it's like footage Going over foliage with like an ocean in the back, like in like just going. That's a fucking. Other I planet. know. I want that so bad, but that's it's insane. just impossible in our lifetime. They are sending, uh, one. They are sending in our lifetime, uh, one to Titan, which is the only other. It's a moon of uh Saturn, and it has an atmosphere and it has ocean. It has liquid oceans on mm -hmm. them, but they're not water. It's like liquid methane oceans. Okay. But they're going to send stuff to fly around and take pictures. It stinks. Yeah. It's a oh, stinky yeah. planet. But it's possible that life could exist there, just a different type of life than we know. Fart oceans, bro. It would just smell like fart oceans, yeah. But basically, uh, if, if we figured out a way to, like, use wormholes to, like, go through space-time, we could get places really quick. You know? And it's like a piece of paper. Fold it and... Yep. We don't know how to... Just or maybe we do know how to do that and we just, you know... Because even if aliens, know. even if aliens were sending us messages from really far away, it would take so long to get a message back. Because like, what's we, the last big breakthrough in terms of like space science? You know, like what's the, you know, like you think of like big ones, right? Like, I guess you could could you technically say like internet science, technology, and all that, but uh, uh electricity, light, phones, you know, all the, mm -hmm. the this type of shit. Like, what what was the last big like breakthrough that kind of like besides the internet, and maybe it is just the internet, that changed things for all over the world. I think the current one's AI. And we're at the beginning of it. Yeah. It's changing everything. But space, they're making new discoveries, like, all the time. What's crazy is, is like, have you ever, like, looked up what dark matter is? I've, I don't know what it is. I forgot what it they is. They don't know what it is. Okay. But it's, like, it makes up, like, a majority of matter in the universe and it holds things together, but it's invisible and they can't even find it, but it's there. Yeah, it's invi- they, they don't even know what it is. They can't figure out what it is and it exists, but they can't see it. It's not like physically there, but it exists. It's God. It's God. It's God's, it's God's hands holding everything together. It's God's signature. 
Huh? It's God's plan. God's plan. <clears throat> what was that whole thing? Do you remember? There was this whole thing where it's like there's proof of God in our DNA. Do you remember that whole thing being a thing? Yeah. Do you remember what that, what that was even about? No. I think that it's like a scientist who was an, from what I remember when I was a kid, it was like a scientist who was an atheist who worked with DNA, looked at DNA, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden through his workings with DNA became a Christian and found proof of God in DNA. I think that the God gene, some shit like that, the God, I I found what you're, what you're looking at. And from my understanding, it's like, I think what it means is DNA is like literally computer programming. So he's saying like, look, this is too intricate and complex to be like random evolution. Like so this was programmed, like mm-hmm. this is programming, which in my mind would just make me think that, you know, not God, but like, uh, we're in a simulation or something. And that's literally the programming for like us. I don't know. DNA is insane. DNA is fucking crazy. That's that. There it is. Sorry, I just for some reason I got me thinking because I remember reading when I was back in probably like middle early high school when I was still in my in my faith. Right. Mm-hmm. I I was reading a book by Dinesh D'Souza. Classic. It it's was my favorite uh, convicted fraudster. What's so great about Christianity was the title of that book, and I remember it because of the cover. It was like red with like the fish with the uh-huh. question mark. I had the book too. <sighs> I just kind of remember back then reading it. Of course, just being like a lot of. Big words, big things are said. He knows how to, he's talking pretty. And I'm sure back then it was fooling me. I was like, this is, I'm reading smart guy talk, you know? And I didn't really fully grasp or understand fully everything that he was like throwing at me, right? Because like, one, my vocabulary isn't like the most expansive. Uh, Two, Luke, uh, we'll talk more about this in the uh, after show. Sorry, Luke was giving me a look. Why was Luke giving you a look? Yeah, I don't know. He, uh... We've been good about podcast length. I mean, he, we gave him a short one. This this one's not even a, a shorter one, but it, he just this one's like a normal yeah. length one. Luke, Luke, um, we gotta talk to him, man. Yeah, really uh, pissing me off with that. Uh, Dinesh is a convicted criminal, by the way. He was pardoned by Donald Trump. Just want to throw that out there. He's a bad guy. Good, good, good. He's a con man. He's he, he was convicted of fraud. So yes, he's literally a con man. Yep. So, which is crazy? How many people look up to him and still remember he had a debate with Christopher Hitchens that I watched. Was he but always at this time I was on I was on the Hitches side. Right. Was he always like a political hack or did that just happen over the years? I think he was Cuz always... I just remembered him as just like just a just a good Christian. That was smart. And but made that's books. how you remember him because that's that's what you perceived when you were a Christian. He was always a fucking hack using like the religion for monetary gain. He fucking wrote a book. Yeah, you know and I mean? then and then he ended up transitioning into making those fucking movies about Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Remember yeah. those? Like 2016 it, the because, like, in general, regardless of regardless of where you stand, I would say a majority of people um, who do have faith can't help but eventually go down that road of, oh, this does have a close linking with uh, the Republican uh, political party, right. for example. Like, they are the ones that are about family. They preach the Bible. They're the ones that will buy the book. They're the ones that will buy the book. They're the ones that will protect you. Support you. Support, yeah. Tooth and, even if you're convicted of fraud, yeah. like, publicly, they will still... It's a we fan base sin. that will not turn... It's a fan base that will fucking fight for you, you yes. know? The, so, also, 
make a lot of money off that fan base. I tell you what, you can make a lot of money off of like. I mean, you even see That's why these guys do it on the like left side, where like a lot of uh, companies. I I think of like Walmart doing like Gay Pride Month, or even a a, a better one, Target doing like Gay Pride uh, merchandise, and then. And then backing down. They from folded it. quick. They folded. Um, that's a that could be a complicated. I don't know too much about it. I mean, if the safety of their employees are at risk, sure. There's of course, like as a company, you have to take that into consideration. But of course, it's like, hey, if you're going to get into the business of supporting the LGBTQ community, um, which is a community that's been like famously like uh, physically. Right. Uh, reprimanded for their lifestyle unjustly by society and just people in general. It, it just seems like, oh, then are you like, are you really standing by it or are you just doing this for profit? Yes. You know, um, but yeah, because like you got to stand by it. It's like a very important battle. So it's like, you know, but again, uh, the target again, thing's maybe complicated they're, because they're a business. They want to they don't want like a fucking mass shooting at a target. Exactly. They don't want a bombing at a target because there's a lot of fucking uh, psycho people, especially in America. There's a lot of people that have the means and willpower to go and fucking slaughter people, uh, not for fun, but for righteous, uh, uh, like just a feeling of like righteous indignation of justice, justice of I am the vessel for. Uh, my viewpoint, you know, like, Truth. All, yeah, the tr bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, I, I see that. Anyway, we should read Dinesh D'Souza's book, maybe have a little book club about it. Come to a second, maybe understanding of it. Cause right now we're a bit bitter because you know, we, 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 he led us astray. We should watch his movie about the Clintons <laughs> for, for, uh, for a sleepover. sleepover. The, the, the show on our Patreon, which costs $5, it's the show on our Patreon, uh, as well as other stuff, but it's specifically, it's a show where we watch movies yeah. and commentate over them. Think of Mystery Science Theater 3000 without, you know, us putting our silhouettes in front of an old movie. And I feel like they were safe because a lot of the movies that they did weren't... I. What is that law where it's like it's past the time? Public domain? It, maybe it was like a public domain and shit. Because it's like a lot of old black and white monster yeah. movies and horror movies and stuff. But we're not going to upload a 4K resolution copy of uh, the social network for People you to watch along. People want us to um, post the actual <clears throat> movie on Patreon. There was an easy we want way to, to do that. We wish that we could. But the problem is we do that. We are infringing on copyright. Mm -hmm. uh, and sure, you could argue fair use. But these companies, like the movie studios, they're not going to have it. And then we run the risk of getting our entire Patreon completely axed. And then you guys don't get the After Hours, which is coming up next if you're a part of our Patreon. That's right. So thank you guys for watching this episode. Uh, fun little one. Maybe on the After Hours we'll talk more about aliens, Dinesh D'Souza. Who knows? No, well, we got some lottery tickets. We got to make sure. Well, we do. You'll find out if Jim did his job. And we we'll got find out if we tickets. win big. Yes, you will. We could so, win the million dollar jackpot, dude. So stay tuned. Uh, that was a notification. Uh, I got to uh, figure out how to turn this off on my Apple Watch. I'm sorry. Thank you, everyone, uh, for supporting. I know there are times where uh, I voice uh, certain things and I might sound bitter about like people's opinions of like the podcast and shit. And I do know that that's a small subsect of the audience that uh, address their concerns in kind of like an, a like a just an odd way socially yeah um but like and i know that uh there's a ton of people who have their grievance or whatever i just just know i matt and i both 
appreciate everyone who uh, supports the podcast and our channel. Because since day one, we're just sitting here, two two best friends just having a conversation, just tooting around, just having fun. Yeah. So I I know that there's a lot of like, oh, you're so bitter. Is like sometimes I am. That's just life. But I appreciate. We both appreciate all the support that you give us. Especially um, if you choose to give us $5 and go to the Patreon to watch the After Hours. Bye! Bye! Man, it's always a slam dunk when I see Ryan and Matt. Love you guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.